Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast, where we explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I'm your host, Christiana, and I'm excited to be here with you today. Plus, we have a very special guest. Today's joining us, Heather Murphy. And I will let her introduce your, herself because, of course, we are kind of like, oh, who's Heather Murphy? But I can already tell you, she has some amazing insights that will help you on your journey to wellness. So let's hear it from Heather. Thanks so much for being here, Heather. Thanks for having me. I love doing these podcasts and interviews with people. So I'm excited to share what I have going on. I am a certified embodiment coach and trauma-informed breathwork facilitator, and I help women overcome anxiety and depression so that they can step into emotional and energetic mastery and create a life that they truly love and, you know, become authentically expressed, really. What do you mean by authentically expressed? So let's maybe um, share that with me, um, who's maybe looking from the outside in right now, and I'm already intrigued about those big words. Totally, yeah. Um, well, you know, I struggled with anxiety and depression for 20 years of my life. And, you know, we all have little traumas and big traumas and all these things. There's these onion layers that come with being a human being, you know, we sort of put these masks on, let's say, and I definitely, you know, cause I'm a little, I don't know if I can consider it a little bit older or not, but whatever age I am, the time period that I grew up in anxiety and depression was not talked about. So I had these masks on for years of my life. But then when I had my daughter, I just was done with it. I knew I needed to really recover from my mental health struggles and really just be me. I wanted to find out who am I because I think sometimes, um, and not everyone experiences this with anxiety and depression, but some people might relate to this. But there's this sort of like people pleasing that you do because you always feel like, oh, my emotions take up so much space that I just want to like be easygoing or at least that was my story. So for me, I found that the more I really dove into what do I like, what do I actually, what actually makes me happy and lights me up, um, the happier I felt. And I felt the more my relationships improved, the more magnetic I became to attract my desires. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, there is a famous movie that's called Runaway Bride. And there's a part in the movie where he asks her, you don't even know how you like your eggs prepared in the morning. Do you remember this, Heather? I I don't remember that part, but I remember the movie. So she was afraid of getting married. She always ran away. And she really wasn't tuned in at all with her body. So to say now in your words, she wasn't really authentically expressing who she was. And so over time, she had to figure out, how do I like my eggs in the morning? Um, do I want them this way? And then she went through and tried them all out, these different breakfast foods, until she finally found the one that really resonated with her. And now that you share with us your background, I want to know, what is your superpower? If you could pinpoint one strength about who you are, and it sounds like you're on your journey of development. What do you feel is your biggest superpower? Yeah, this was a little bit hard for me to choose. But um, I mean, it's right in my state, my purpose statement too, which is like emotional and energetic mastery. I used to really, especially coming from a place of struggling with mental health, I felt like 
I let life's circumstances take hold of like how I was going to react and everything. And so over practice, over time, like practicing connection to the body and all the embodiment practices that I do, I have such a wide, I have a big window of tolerance is what they say in psychology. I can really hold a lot of my emotions. I'm an empath. I can hold a lot of other people's emotions and I can also hold a lot of my own where as a sensitive human, you know, I have these stronger sensations and experiences, you know, struggling with anxiety. So not that other people don't, but if you're someone that does, you might relate to this. Um, so yeah, with that, um, and then the energetic mastery part is really about just thinking about like, we are all vibrational beings. And so I'm able to really like be in my body and like create this different frequency that allows me to transmute the um, emotional discomfort that we sometimes go through as humans. So, yeah. I love that. And Heather, it reminds me, I read a book that explained there's a term for this that's called the highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. I thought when I read the book, I was like, it's me. I'm highly sensitive because sometimes you walk into a room and you just feel, you talked about this energy, you just feel there's stress in the room or vice versa. You walk in and you're like, oh, this is good. I'm feeling like there is actually um, a good vibe going on in this room. And you're picking yeah. up on this because you're so tuned into it. Um, and mm -hmm. at the same time, um, you're also tuned into, you know, how you react to it. So this being this very empathetic human being that Sometimes when you ask somebody, how are you doing? They're so used to saying, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. You know when maybe they're not fine because you're more energetically tuned into feeling emotions and helping others out. So let's maybe yeah. talk a little bit about helping others out that are not doing well. So what was your own challenge, your biggest challenge in your life and how did you overcome it? Oh, you know, I like having a long struggle with anxiety and depression. Um, it really just came to a head when um, I started dating my husband and I knew that he was my person and I really wanted to, I was having still like a lot of, you know, I'd have like panic attacks and, or I'd have these like depressed days and he's a lot more like stable, you know? Um, I mean, he's a human being, so he still has his stuff too, but you know, I just thought I want to marry this person. I want to have a family with this person. And in my mind, I had such a different desire from where I was. And so it really became almost like this fitness program, although I'd hate to put it this way because, you know, on my podcast, we were talking about this idea about like not punishing the body and whatnot. So it was the same thing. It wasn't like I was stepping into um, punishing myself or my depression or anxiety. I learned to really just hold space um, for what was happening to me. And so, yeah, it was really realizing that I just, there was so much toxicity happening uh, before we got married and everything in terms of like the way my mental health was affecting our relationship, I guess. So really work, doing the inner work was hard because I had to look at parts of myself that I really honestly hated. And I will say this out loud. I used to hate myself and 
I really struggled with self-harm and that was kind of my big challenge was to stop hurting myself verbally and physically. Um, and so I did that, you know, I haven't, I haven't done that in several, several years, you know, 10 years probably. And, um, yeah, it was, it's really sad when I think back to that time sometimes, cause I just, she's like my little child that I look at and think, oh, you're in so much pain, but now I can hold the space for that aspect of myself. Mm-hmm. I um, love that you described that point of vulnerability because you're really sharing something with you that has been a really hard time in your life. So I applaud you for sharing that because I'm sure there's people in the audience that can connect to this and they're might have been at the same point. So they might have friends and family that might have been there or maybe at times in their day or in their life, they experience those dark moments too. So it sounds mm-hmm. like coming you know, out of it is really when you're looking back and that struggle will always be there. I love that you described it as a child. So it's never ever going away, but maybe you can minimize it. So it's becoming like a child that you look on and you're more thinking, all right, so you're there and I appreciate it, but I'm not you anymore. I've grown since then and I've moved on. What do you think was the biggest, the biggest factor that detached you from your anxiety? Yeah. I mean, I feel hesitant to say detached me from my anxiety. I actually feel like it's more of, I created a bigger container to, hold space for it. Um, and I, I always, t- the first thing I teach people when we work together is safety in the body, that it's safe. It's safe for you to feel you're not going to die. You don't have to do anything. You have to learn to sit with it and to be with it and to look at it because there are the reason it's coming up is because you're ready to feel it. It wouldn't be there if you weren't ready for it. And it's ready to be processed and to be healed. Very good. I like that. It's it's something to where it's you're nearly thinking of a seed and it's germinating and it's coming up and you don't want to just rip out the seed and say, well, that was just a weed, whatever. You need to actually let it grow and then admire it and think about, all right, so how can I tend to this plant and I can control it? What are the little tools that I can use to control it and its growth there um, so that I'm aware about what it's doing. What are the factors that maybe make it blossom versus the factors that I may be making it not grow well. So that's really your self-care. And I love that you have a podcast too. That's actually a lot about self-care. And how you help people with this is really that you look at your own transformation and what happened and how can you help others in reaching that same point of I transformed my life. I would love to help you transform yours as well. So who do you mm-hmm. feel was the biggest influencer in reaching that transformation? Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about this as before we started. And um, the first person that really popped up, actually, it's funny, is um, Philippe Petit. I don't know if people know who that is, but he might because you're. I know you're a movie watcher. And there was a documentary about him. And he's the man that walked between the Twin Towers on a wire. And I am terrified of heights. And watching that movie actually gave me vertigo <laughs> but his story just really did something into in my body where i just realized that yeah like he says this thing and i can't quote him directly because i'm terrible at remembering quotes but basically that like life is walking on the wire and that you just have to take that step out and it just 
it just invigorated me to watch this story. And I've, I have that on DVD. I'll just like put that that documentary on sometimes just to like fire me up again to be like, life is worth living. Like when he stepped out onto this wire, like imagine the perspective that he had. It's incredible. And what life is worth enjoying. It's worth living for. There's so much love and beauty and creativity to enjoy. Um, and then uh, it's funny because this is like on a totally different uh, kind of space, but Jen Shinshiro was like another big, um, you are a badass, you know, like she, she was so relatable to me, you know, she just was like, used to be this punk rock who like was like, I used to be just so like such a hot mess. And like that, I related to her so much, especially in my twenties. And I read her book and listened to it over and over again, because, um, while she wasn't somebody that necessarily, as far as I know, didn't necessarily struggle with anxiety and depression but it was something where um she just really overcame like this certain mindset and and mindset was a big place where I started my journey to and um and then I really moved into the embodiment work realizing that mindset is not everything but when you struggle with anxiety and depression for years and years you kind of get into a negative habit of having a lot of negative thoughts about yourself in life and so mindset is a great place to start if you're just trying to like figure it out and then you can move into the embodiment work or you can go the embodiment route whatever feels right or whatever is calling you so she's a great person to listen to oh so many amazing things so first of all of course I watched that movie man on wire is the name yes. of the movie, and he mm -hmm. put up a wire it was not legal he basically locked yeah. doors between the twin towers so he walked between the twin towers and if you have never watched the movie it is very inspiring because he basically did it against all odds yeah was um there were locked doors so you could walk from one tower to the next door it was exceptionally windy so safety was definitely an issue and then there's people down on the street that look up and they're like oh there's somebody walking between the twin towers on a wire um but he he did an amazing job and i love how you bring this in because it's really against all odds overcoming obstacles and just pushing yourself um there is a fear this might not work out but overcoming that fear and then, of course, I like Jen Sincere, too. I have um, all of her books because what I feel she really did is she normalized anxiety and she normalized, um, you know, kind of like saying, all right, you are a badass. So let's just get this party started, you know, and just kind of going for it. Because as a solopreneurs, we need that kick in yeah. the family habit. Like, let's do yeah. this, you know, and I, going for it. Uh, <laughs> Totally. I was just thinking like her story inspired me in the sense of like her, her solopreneur journey too, because of the way she used to like kind of um, underpay herself. And then she was just like, well, you just gotta like, she just really talked herself through it. And um, also like the spiritual aspect, you know, I think I was a lot like her. Like, I was an atheist for years because I was in such a dark place. And then she was really the one that kind of made me be like, maybe there's something to this spiritual stuff. So, yeah. Yep. It, and and what I always think is it's great when you have a moments like this in your life and you look back and you feel, all right, that movie helped me get there. The book helped me get there. So mm -hmm. it's this what my program is also called, The Journey to Wellness. It's these little 
little triggers yeah. that set you off and keep you going. It's nearly like, um, you know, in the fa fairy tale, Hansel and Gretel, when there's like yeah. little breadcrumbs that get yeah. you going from one to the next and get you moving into the right direction because it's really just a journey to our own wellness. Well, thank mm -hmm. you, Heather. That was so inspirational. And I'm sure that mm -hmm. we have listeners that may want to reach out to you about your amazing work and hear more in your amazing podcast. So maybe you can share, how can we hear more or see more from you? How can we get in touch with you? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun to share. Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot. It's at for the love of dot self. Got to get that dot in there. I have um, some offerings coming out. You know, I have breathwork and stuff and I usually do these free breathwork classes once a month so we can just share the link i'll give that to you and um, people can just get on the list so then once a month i send a notice out saying hey it's time for free breathwork and that has been huge in terms of regulating my nervous system and reducing anxiety in my life so yeah either send me a dm over on instagram and i can include my email of course as well good if people want to email i love emailing so yeah good and then, of course, it's something um, it might just be, as you mentioned, that breath work, but it might build into something else. It's kind of like getting a snowball moving. It might lead to a bigger momentum where all of a sudden you're listening more and becoming more in tune with your body right there. Oh, exactly. Well, thank you so much for being here on the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast. I certainly enjoyed us having you as a guest and as always, we explore the intersection of that health, happiness, and productivity. And there are so many different facets that go into our busy life, being those happy, healthy hustlers. So I appreciated you, Heather. Um, I appreciate the time that you took. And to all the viewers and the listeners, we would love to get any questions and, of course, keep hustling along. And until the next time, I would love to connect again. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast. If you have any suggestions for future content or any feedback, please let me know. I would also love to share with you that I'm about to launch my Journey to Wellness program. And I'm sure that you as a happy, healthy hustler would love to be part of this wonderful 21-day transformational program. It gives you some quick and easy tools that you can use at home to get your health journey started. Stay tuned. And until then, we'll catch you next time.